This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. A high pop-up. He's going to do it. And shortstop Jeter. Jeter on the outfield grass makes the catch. The Yankees win. The Yankees win. And Doc Gooden pitches a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go, football Friday right here on The Fan, a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock. I would imagine a good day that Eddie Scazzeri is here. It's always a good day when he's here, and he's here. Nice to see you. And across from me on this Cool Games Friday, his name is Al Michael Dukes. What's up? That is actually my full name, Jerry, Al Michael Dukes. I know, yes, you I know. It. You, you and, nailed uh, it today, finally. You and Al Michaels share yes. that in common, kind of. That should have been my radio name, Al Michaels, but it was taken already by Al Michaels. That would have been cool, though, had you, know you done I mean? that. Yeah. Because people would have... My, Al Michaels, really? Yes. It's a conversation piece. Hi, Al Michaels here. You're not Al Michaels. No, I am. I am Al Michaels. That's Check right. my ID. That's right. Jerry, I got to say, I uh, watched the uh, highlights of the uh, Steeler-Titans game for I got to say, night. I didn't. Yeah, I did, uh, because... It's surprising to me that the Steelers are five and three. They're they're a surprising five. I think five and three is a good record to have. It's right okay. Now. Yeah, yeah. Not top of the league, but it's no, solid. But I think it's solid. And I and I was kind of feeling like the Steelers this year were nothing. I think a lot of people would say smoke and mirrors. Right now, smoke and mirrors yeah. situation. Yeah, and it's not that they're a bad team, but I don't think you look at them as a contending team. No, and I but I also didn't expect to see when they won the game that that they improved to five and three. I okay. expected them to be a uh, four I guess four. four and four, which really isn't any, not that much better. Just five and three sounds like such a better team than four and four, Understood. and I don't know why. All right, so I'll give you really only one game. So I'll tell you the teams they beat, and this, All right. is, this is where this is going to make your case that they're better than you thought they were. They beat along the way, and this is impressive, even though I don't think they're a great team. I don't. I do okay. not look at the Steelers as a team that can compete for a Super Bowl this year. No. Playoff team, perhaps. They're not They're not a Super Bowl they're team. They're a wild card not team. In my, yeah, that's, that's what I think they are. And there's nothing wrong with that. You make the playoffs, you make the playoffs, and Mike Tomlin will have another season where his team finishes above 500 or at least, well, yeah, above 500. They beat Cleveland. That's, I would, after watching the Browns, would you not say impressive? Yeah, that's a good one. They beat the Browns. They beat the Ravens. Now, what was interesting about that game, if you watched it, Baltimore dominated the game, but they couldn't score, and Lamar Jackson threw a terrible interception in the end zone, and then the Steelers, who had done nothing all day, got that one drive. They went down and won it um, with that long pass play. So that's and they two beat, division games already they've won Yeah, yeah so yeah. far. And they beat was it the Rams, and they beat the Rams. You know, so, like, they've got good wins to their credit, but I just don't think they're on the level. I know it sounds crazy because they beat the Ravens. They're not as good as the Ravens. 
It's and funny. I don't think they're as good as the Browns. It's funny too. We'll do this with like all, a lot of teams. They'll be like uh, the Dolphins. They haven't played anybody. The Niners. Uh, there are only a handful of teams in the entire NFL that you would go. That's a really good team. You're week right. In and week out. Yeah, so you're right. Most teams are not playing. And yet here I'm anybody. giving you wins over good teams. Yeah. And I'm still not a believer in this Steeler team as being a Super Bowl contender. That's because like when you describe that uh, Ravens game, when you get a win like that, it doesn't feel like a win, even though it goes in the win in the win it column. It is in the win column. And you know what? As you look back, they're five and three. Are you going to sit there and say, you know, it didn't really feel like they beat the Ravens? Well, maybe that Monday you might feel that way. But as the weeks go by, it was a win. The same thing for the Jets and Giants the other day. Right. That did not feel like a Jet win. It did not feel like a Jet win. But three weeks from now, their record's going to say they won the game. Whatever. Right. And next year, we won't even remember anything about it. And by the way, the Steelers have a great shot to get to six and three because up next, a home game against the Packers. So they could be six and three. After that, they've got, and this is where it gets a little dicey, road games in Cleveland and in Cincinnati. So we'll see. All right. They got a lot. I will tell you, though, they have winnable games on it. They still have, after even those two games, where if you project the way things could be, they could be six and five uh, after 11 games. Then they've got, listen to this, the three-game stretch that follows, Arizona, New England, Indianapolis. I just made the case for you right there. They're going to have at least nine wins. Right. And if they don't, then they, they stub their toe along the then way. something went wrong. Yeah. There was a great play in the game last night. It didn't end up hurting the uh, Steelers. But uh, Kenny Pickett threw By a... great play, you mean? Oh, I mean, like, it, it was just crazy to see. He, Kenny Pickett throws a pass to George Pickens into the end zone, who has all the room in the world. He has what looks like five to six feet of room. He gets one foot down and then brings the other leg all the way over and touches the out-of-bounds line. A little too casual. A little too casual. Mm -hmm. That was the amount of room he had that he didn't get two feet in. And then we see these plays. The craziest ones are the ones on the sidelines where you have a weird angle where the quarterback's rolling right and he he throws – to the right side, and there's like there's no way that guy was in bounds. And then to go to slow motion, they get two little toes oh, yeah. in. Yeah, this was like the opposite. He this had is, all the room in the world and couldn't get another, couldn't get a toe down. Well, it's also like the receiver that makes the ridiculous catch through traffic, as opposed to the receiver who's wide open and just drops the ball. Yeah. It's like a lack of in that brief moment, a lack of concentration or focus, and just too casual with his spacing. No, Will Levis did throw a pick. At, towards the end, you yeah, know, yeah. at the end of the game, uh, for pretty good, right? Football, but pretty good, and yeah. he looked like he looked casual to me. He looks like, like an NFL quarterback. Yeah, right. he floated some balls out there where you think a young guy, like a rookie quarterback, when he, they're floating a ball out there to somebody who appears to be wide open, and then a defender comes out of nowhere because of the speed of the game. Yeah. That was not the case there, and that's the stuff that annoys. Jets and Giants Correct. fans. Correct. When Will Levis is a, a rookie, well, looks like he knows what he's doing. I was going to ask you, if I put these three in a group right now, I'm going to leave Daniel Jones out for a second because we've seen him play really well. Yes. Even though this year he hasn't, aside from that Cardinal second half. If I gave you this grouping w- right now, Will Levis, Zach Wilson, Sam Howell, put him in order. Will Levis, Sam Howell. Yeah, and Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson's like a distant third. Yeah, and yet he was the number two overall pick in the draft. It really, it's a, it's 
You just you don't know. Yeah. Until they get out there, you don't know. You don't know, Jerry. No, you don't. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. A couple of things uh, for the local teams. I guess Graham Gano is now going to have knee surgery. Yes. Right? So he, he was hurt or he wasn't hurt last week? You know, he, he had a swollen knee. I mean, that that was documented. We knew that. A swollen knee. Which knee was it? His kicking knee or I his planting knee? I thought it was his knee? plant leg. Not that it matters. what I thought. You don't want I, either. Jerry, if you're a kicker, you don't want either, either of your knees You need your legs. Up. Yeah. If you're a kicker. Yeah, you don't want those swolled up. So they pulled Randy Bullock out of mothballs. <laughs> I saw, too, they tried out Mason Crosby. Yeah. I actually didn't even realize it wasn't with the Packers anymore. But, yeah, Mason Crosby tried out as well. And there was some other, like, familiar name. There is no other position in the NFL like a kicker for being on a million teams, getting cut for no reason. Or, you know, you miss, like, one or two kicks, you're yeah. cut. And then you disappear for a year. Then you come back with another team, you disappear. You show up in somebody's camp. Yeah. And, and you when, just keep kicking for your life. And you just wait for somebody to get hurt. Kickers must watch uh, the NFL on Sundays, the ones that are out of work. Just no, like, I could have made that kick. Yeah. Or it's just like, I mm, hope this guy gets hurt. I would love to be joining the Steelers. No question. Absolutely. They're, rooting, they're probably one of the few people rooting for injuries when they watch the NFL. Though a kicker getting injured... Seems so rare, but I guess it happens. It happens. Yeah, it happens. There's no contact. Although if there is ever contact, you're finished because you're a thin, nothing kicker wearing yes, no getting pads. Run over by <laughs> these incredibly fit human beings. Yeah, by a really muscular linebacker just rolling you right over. Here was your grouping. Randy Bullock or Bullock, whatever. Robbie Gold, remember him with the oh, Bears? Yeah. You had Mason Crosby and someone by the name of Matthew Wright. These and are the people who tried out. Those were the those were the kicking tryouts yesterday. Yes. Okay, so yeah. Then I see Tyrod Taylor is officially listed as out. So we got uh, Tommy not... DeVito's the backup. Yeah. Yes. He's we are going to have to be unless they unless they elevate Matt Barkley, who was signed to the practice squad on I Monday. I haven't seen that yet. I have not either. We'll have to wait till Sunday to see that. Could they do that up until Sunday? Yeah. Why not? Well, usually that's know. when you that's when you have your actives and actives all that on oh, Sunday okay. morning. Yeah. What if I want to bet this game, Jerry? I'd like to know who's my backup quarterback, Tommy DeVito, or then wait till Matt the actives Barkley. and inactives come out. Oh, okay, yeah, you're You'll right. You'll have a few think. hours before the game starts. <laughs> oh, I see how that works now. Yeah, you usually I would say for a, a one o'clock game by ten ish, I would say, and by for a four o'clock game by one one thirty. I mean, we are one aggressive Raider defender working the neck of Daniel Jones. Before we're back in Tommy DeVito land. Yeah, Max Crosby is fired. He's like telling Raider Nation it's going to be different. Let's come out and let's be loud. It's going to be... Um, yeah, the Raiders are fired up. They. It seems like there's a... From, from 3,000 miles away, it seems like there's a much different feel to this team already. Yeah. If I had to put money on a team, straight up win or no win, in this game, I would take the Raiders. So, and now with that said... You are putting your money on Aiden O'Connell. Yes. Okay. I know. I'm I'm, I'm caught up in the hype uh, yeah, of the I Raiders. It. I got Antonio it. Pierce. Oh, it's easy to be caught up. A listener reminded me that uh, Antonio Pierce 
in 2008, mm-hmm. took an internship with the Howard Stern Show because he, really after football he wanted to do media. I didn't know that. Yeah. How about that? And they had him running around getting coffee and stuff. How bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce. And when the person reminded me, I was like, yes, I do remember that. See, I didn't listen to the Stern Show. So, yeah. But I would have thought we would have discussed that. I don't remember that. I don't remember. Huh. I, I, and I do remember it. I didn't know it was the 2008 funny. is so long ago. Well, I think he's doing just fine with the NFL. He's uh, now trans uh, transitioned into coaching. He sure has. Yeah. And a lot of people uh, had a good laugh on social media yesterday regarding the Raiders when they put out a happy birthday Jimmy Garoppolo tweet. That's some bad timing, huh? <laughs> After... Hey, Jimmy, you benched. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday, Dick. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Good news is no one's going to hit you on your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be injured. Oh, I guess he is. Was he? Is he still injured or not injured? Uh, he got banged up pretty good uh, in the game the other day. But um, I don't made... think he's injured, though. I think they benched him. They benched him, yeah. Yeah, he took a low shot. You know, one of those, I, I don't know who, what defender it was, but they went in low on him on his left leg, I think, and it kind of bent in a weird way. Um, but I don't think he's injured to the point where he can't play. I think he got benched by Antonio Pierce. Yeah. And he's going to be the backup quarterback, I imagine. I can't can't believe they're going to make him the, uh, the third QB. Um, so if he's the backup, be ready. You never know. All it takes, you're talking about working Daniel Jones's neck. You just one cave on Thibodeau sack away from Aiden O'Connell, knocking him into next week. And then right. Garoppolo could be back out there. That's the thing. You never know, Jerry. No, you don't know. Let me ask you for a Jerry prediction. Will Tommy DeVito take a snap this week? No. Giants win 27, 21. I think the Giants win something. I do. I, I know Jones, all this narrative with the Raiders. I yeah. get it. I think the Giants win Sunday. Okay. Not only a bit easy, but I do think they'll win. You got them scoring 27 points. That's impressive. Yeah, I know. The Giants. I, I know. I actually think they're going to use the forward pass on Sunday. Wow. <laughs> do they know how to do that? They do know how to do that. The forward pass, you say. They, yes, they do know how to do mm-hmm. that. I can't imagine coming in here Monday with them being 2-7. and seven. I can't. But the only guy who was catching balls for them was Darren Waller. And, now I he's, out. I, and he's out. I know that. I'm well aware. I got gotcha. you. Hmm. Well, that's not true. Saquon Barkley catches a lot of balls. And sometimes catches them and runs a long way with them. Didn't we also say I couldn't imagine coming in here at two and six? Yes, I did. <laughs> two and five. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty much. So they're going to turn it around at some point. <laughs> yeah. I, two and seven? Come on, man. Come on, man. They were, what, nine, seven, and one last year? Is that what they were? They had a tie last year? Yeah, they tied Washington. Oh. I think it was Washington. Maybe not. I think they were nine, seven, and one. Oh man, I was hoping for a tie, that ten, ten tie against the Jets this year. That would. I was too. <laughs> once it got I actually to was that point, for three, three to be quite honest. <laughs> but once it got to ten, once they went to overtime, I was like, please end. Nah, you knew they were scoring at that. Please point. end in regular. You knew uh, someone was going to score. Please end score with they, a tie. You only needed a field goal. That's true. But yes, I think the Giants. I might be on an island here, but I think the Giants will win Sunday. When you get a new kicker like uh, this, uh, Randy Bullock coming in, yeah. How does he he goes in the lot? Does he have to go up to people and introduce themselves himself? Or I don't know. Do you think they walk him around? And do people even get to know the kicker, knowing that he's going to be bounced? Eventually? Um, I, I, it's a great question. My, I don't know. I would think the veterans in the room know who he is. The younger players probably don't. Um, and at the end of the day, he's a kicker. You've got one job: go kick the ball. 
and put it through the uprights. They probably introduce them to the holder. Well, yeah. They'd be like, this and the would long be your snapper holder. for this sure. Is your long snapper. Yeah, how do you yeah, like yeah. the ball? And usually the holder's the punter. Yeah. I mean, usually. You... I always liked that. I always thought it was a good idea when the backup quarterback was the holder. In the 80s and 90s, the backup quarterback would hold. Yeah, that changed somewhere along the way. Because that way you feel like if there's a, a bad snap situation. He can throw the ball. You've got someone competent with the football. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> they're running for their life and they just yeah. throw it straight up into the air. They don't want to get hit. It is true. And they end up getting mauled by some yeah. defensive. It's like it's like the cartoon where they the human turns into a stake. Yes. <laughs> they can't wait to <laughs> right. go just crush it. As soon as there's a bad snap, the punter picks the ball up. He turns into the stake, <laughs> and all the defenders want stake. And you see how slow they are yeah. compared to the defenders that are running a mile a minute. That's true. Was Tony was the, the uh, Cowboys? Tony Romo was the holder that dropped the snap for the field goal, correct, in, in uh, Seattle. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. That is correct. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. Tony Romo. So I guess yep. that didn't work out that time. Uh, nope. Although, to your point, what we forget about that is he picked up the ball and came within half a yard of actually scoring a touchdown. Because he knows how to run with the football. Well, he knew how to run, and, I mean, I guess he could have thrown too. But, yes, he was that close to scoring, and he didn't. And that was that was the game that sent Bill Parcells into retirement. Couldn't take it anymore. Being a punter seems like that move, right? When you're a field goal kicker. Yeah. A punter, if someone breaks free when you got that ball in your hand, <laughs> yeah, that's got to be terrifying. Scary. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I really do want to get. I want to go to a game with you, and I want to watch a game on the sidelines. I want you to just stand there and and witness the speed and the violence, like field level. Yeah, I have seen that in covering the Buccaneers. Yeah, no, no, but I, I do believe, as Boomer will say, it's even faster faster. and more violent now. I remember uh, we uh, the station I was working at in Tampa. We didn't have the rights to the Buccaneers, and when the Jaguars came in to the league. We got the Jaguars games for whatever reason. Mm. And we went up there once to watch Jaguars Dolphins. And we were going into the locker room or whatever after the game. So we were all on the field just past the end zone. And Dan Marino was on like mm-hmm. the one yard line. That was intense. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Very intense. Like you said, the, the hitting, the just in it all at one time. It's just, oh, yeah. It's chaos. Total chaos. Like, it looks so good on TV. I mean, your field level, it's like, how do they even know what in the hell they're doing out there? Yeah. Because it's just, there's a million guys running around, and while we see it on television like a video game, it is crazy. It is crazy. Uh, we got to take a quick break. Uh, 519, we're just getting started. It is a football Friday with Boomer and Geo coming up at 6. Coming up next, something we like to call... Cool games, all that and more right here on The Fan.